And I want to assure you this morning that no matter what's going on in your life right now, that God intends to and plans on showering you with His blessings. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby brings you his own unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Travel through time back to Bobby's humble beginnings as a valet, parking cars. Journey with Bobby through his experiences with various companies and his travels to China. Today, Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. If you are enjoying the show and wanted to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. As you join Bobby today, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at his church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner, Bobby Bollinger. I want to talk about receiving God's blessings in our life. Say this prayer with me. Lord, I want your blessing on my life. Now, whether we express this verbally or not very often, this is a constant declaration for every Christian because we love the Lord and we desire His blessing on our life at all times. And I want to assure you this morning that no matter what's going on in your life right now, that God intends to and plans on showering you with His blessings. But you have to remember these Four things in order to recognize and to maximize his blessings on your life. The first thing to remember is that you have to receive God's blessings through Christ. The greatest blessing you will ever receive is the gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. Amen? When we accept him, we are eternally blessed. You see, God blesses us in many ways. But he starts our relationship with the greatest blessing of all. He saved us. He gave us life, hope. He gave us a future. The word says, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? Of course we want God's blessings in our life. But first we have to stop and acknowledge that when we've accepted Christ, we are blessed. We're blessed. Now and forever. Amen. So we are blessed, and we want God to keep blessing us. Okay. The next thing we have to remember is this. We celebrate God's blessings in worship. We celebrate God's blessing in worship. The word says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. You might say, now, Bob, am I supposed to celebrate God's blessings when I don't feel I'm very blessed? Yes. Yes, you are. You know why? I just told you. Because of Christ, I live. When we adopt this outlook on our life, we develop a different attitude about the trials and the hardships in our life. We put them in God's hands where they belong. 
And we celebrate in worship because no matter what we're going through, through Christ, we're saved. And therefore, we're blessed. Can somebody say amen? That brings me to the third thing that we have to remember to be blessed. We have to expect God's blessings by faith. The word says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards or blesses those who earnestly seek him. You see, many times we can't feel or see the blessings that we have or that we're coming our way because we don't know what God is up to. And that's why we have to trust him. If we did know, we wouldn't need faith. So sometimes we can be going through the fire, but still know by faith that God has his hand on us. The Lord said, don't worry, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And finally, we have to remember this, that we are always blessed when we share God's blessings with others. Now, we can make this part all about money. The Word sure gives us plenty of material on giving to others. But that would be way too limiting of God's purpose in our life. The best thing we can share with others is the best thing that God shared with us. And that is, of course, Jesus Christ. When we share the blessing that Christ is to us with others, every other blessing we have just spills out of us. That's when we want to give of ourselves and of our resources. The word says that we're even supposed to respond to people with bad attitudes. It says don't repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, pay evil with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit a what? A blessing. You know something? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It took me a long time to understand something. My circumstances doesn't really have anything to say about it. And it's only been since I've understood that, that God has begun to bless me in ways that I could never have hoped for or imagined. You see, everything we have Everything we have is because of the grace of God. And if you want God's blessing on your life today, you just receive His greatest blessing through Jesus Christ. You celebrate God's blessings in your life in worship this morning. You expect God's blessing in your life by faith in Him and His Word. And you share with God what God has blessed you with, with those around you. And if you do, I promise you, Something good will happen in Jesus' name. Will you receive that word this morning? The word says to rejoice in all the good the Lord has given you. Stay tuned and be reminded of the simple fact that if you're in a position to give anything, that is something to praise God for. If you are enjoying the show and want it to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or a call at 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby. 
and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. And I want to talk about giving again this morning. I want to introduce you to what I call the Ouch Factor, which is simply a way to remember some important things about how we should all give. You see, I think we already know that tithing is important. In fact, tithing is an act of obedience. And the Word tells us that to obey is better than sacrifice. So, before we talk about giving, it's important to acknowledge that God's not really impressed with our giving unless it's in conjunction with our obedience. So, knowing this, tithing is about what you give. 10% is the tithe. But giving is an offering about how you give. And that's where the ouch factor comes in. Because when you apply the ouch factor, you find that God is not trying to take anything away from you. Instead, he's trying to help you get to a place of spiritual maturity where you can receive more of what God wants to give you. So let me tell you how the ouch factor works. When you give, give often. In fact, if at all possible in the church, try to give something at every opportunity. Now, this may be unheard of, but I challenge you to never let an offering go by without participating in it somewhat because I discovered that even if my offering is small, It's an expression of my gratitude to the Lord, and I'm truly blessed from it every time. Giving often exercises our generosity muscles, and it makes giving an easy and natural thing for us to do. The second part of the ouch factor is to always give unto him. That means that your offering doesn't have to be contingent on anything other than that. It's great to know that your offering is going into something like missions or something like that. But once you give, you don't have to worry about the one you gave it to. You don't have to worry about where the money is going or what they're going to do with it. You simply give it to God. And you give unto him and pray in faith that God will bless it. The next ouch factor is the the best one. It's to celebrate when you give. The word says to rejoice in all the good the Lord has given you. The simple fact that you're in a position to give anything is something to praise God for. To give an offering is by Webster's definition to present something as an act of worship or devotion. So what better reason 
to celebrate than an event where God is praised and honored. And finally, what makes the ouch factor really work is when you give till it hurts. Now, you have to understand that I'm talking about a healthy kind of hurt. It's the kind of hurt like you feel after you're straining to push that last weight up in the last repetition, and there's pain there, and it might have been hard, but you're glad that you did it. You see, worthwhile giving requires some sacrifice. That's the only way that you know that you're putting God and others in front of your own desires. There's an old saying goes like this. When it comes to giving until it hurts, most people have a very low threshold of pain. Now, I'm not suggesting that every gift or offering has to hurt or be a great sacrifice. But when you take into account your collective giving, and you, you don't know that there were things that you gave up or that you would have enjoyed, but for your giving, then you aren't in a place where you can experience everything that God wants to do in your life. You know, those times when you go to a birthday party and you either didn't want to buy a gift or you didn't think to buy one, so you stopped by the drugstore and you bought a card because you know you can get by with giving a card at a birthday party because they always say it's the thought that counts, right? Well, guess what? The thought doesn't count. It's not the thought that counts. When it comes to giving, it's the gift that counts. Not just because of the cost of the gift, but because of the thoughtfulness that goes into the gift. You see, giving is supposed to hurt a little in order for you to grow a lot. So we give often. We give unto him. We celebrate every time we give. And we give till it hurts. And we let the ouch factor help us grow into more generous people. Because it's there. It's only there where something good will always happen in Jesus' name. Can you say amen this morning? It's time to give till it hurts. (laughs) Do you look up to people who always have a great attitude? Stay right there to learn how to always look on the bright side regarding challenging issues in life. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools, maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Stay tuned. I'd like to tell you about the new man in my life. He's absolutely amazing. He's bright, strong, and he lights up my life. He's Leo, the new versatile pocket light from Nebo Tools. Leo is so dependable. I won't go anywhere without him. Leo is fully dimmable, equipped with memory power setting, and has both work light and spotlight modes that pivot and rotate to direct the light wherever you need it. Leo sports a pocket clip, magnetic base, kickstand, and hanging hook to give me endless options for hands-free lighting. I absolutely love my Leo. Bobby enjoys reading every email you send and personally responds to most of them. Email him at bobby at onthebrightside.org. But first, I want to talk about our attitude. Don't you just admire people who always have a great attitude? I mean, you know, you know people, we all know people who just seem to always look at things on the bright side. I mean, I like this, I like this attitude right here. Two giraffes 
are standing on the deck of Noah's Ark. They're looking out over nothing but water. Finally, one giraffe speaks. Wasn't this couple's cruise a great idea? I love that attitude. And that's what I want to talk about, uh, our attitude, but I want to talk about our attitudes with money. Because it's easy to get off track when it comes to money. And when that happens, we sometimes create a money monster that overpowers our life. So what are some of the signs that a money monster is sticking his head up in your life? Well, I'll give you a few. If you're taking unnecessary risk with your money by chasing every get-rich scheme or just gambling period, it's a sign that things could be out of whack. And if you deny yourself basic needs and small luxuries because you're afraid you'll run out of money, well, it's a sign that you may have an unhealthy issue. And if you indulge your every whim with money or credit cards because you've already figured out that you'll never get ahead anyway, it's a sign that you have a wrong perspective on what money is all about. And if you're fantasizing about a new house or a new car, or you're always talking about someone else's new house or new car, then I'm afraid the money monster has already entered the room. And, this is important, if you're making excuses for not paying your tithes, then it's a clear sign that the money monster is taking control of your life. You see, there's just all kinds of unhealthy and destructive ways that this money monster can enter our life. Sometimes we need to be pinched. Someone's got to say, what in the world are you thinking? Today, that somebody's going to be me, even though I have to tell you, I've had plenty of dealings with the money monster myself. So what I'm going to tell you today is certainly a reminder to me to keep the money monster out of my own life. You see, as a young man, I didn't have the right perspective on money because I thought it was a completely admirable trait to be pursuing money and success with everything that was in me. And I actually believed that it made up for not fulfilling my responsibilities as things such as a husband or as a, as a father. And as I learned painfully that there's a difference between pursuing a goal and being obsessed with it. You see, obsession is an act of selfishness because everything has to become second to it. So I believe the answer is to attack the money monster and to do it this way. We start by proclaiming this very well-known but powerful word. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Say that with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Today's version of that could be the Lord is my banker. I have everything I need. And you say, I can't help it. It seems so natural to want things. Well, it is natural until you put all your trust in the Lord. And then you'll find that you want less of anything but what He has for you. The Word says that when we want things, that money can buy too much. That it, be, it, it can become our master. It says no one can serve two masters. You can't serve both God and money. So to serve God, you absolutely have to put money in the right place. We have to be honest with ourselves. 
And we have to acknowledge that God is more important than our money. More important than the money in the bank. More important than our pursuit of it. And more important than our lack of it. The Apostle Paul said this. He said, I've learned how to be happy whether I have much or little. I've learned the secret of living in every situation. And I think we we all have to admit that we let money problems affect our attitudes and our moods. But when we do that, we're letting money be our master. And when we do that, we're letting the monster, the money monster, take control. Paul was trying to teach us something. He was trying to say that money issues are a fact of life. And it's a test that we all have to pass. You know, when we have the right perspective on money, we want to be obedient with our tithing. Because we know it belongs to God whether we think we have enough left over for us or not. And we want to give it to Him. And when we do, we immediately enjoy the benefit of some very powerful promises. One of them is, by being obedient, you're blessed. You're favored by God. And the Word says He will rebuke the devourer on our behalf. That means He'll squash the money, the money monster for you. Another promise is one I tell you all the time. According to Malachi, our obedience opens the floodgates of heaven to blessings so great we can't even handle it. Did you know that if you took the first four books of the New Testament, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that one out of every ten verses deals with money? And did you know that there are 500 verses in the Bible on prayer? There's less than 500 verses in the Bible on faith, but there's over 2,000 verses on money and possessions in the Bible. You see, God knows this is important. And you see, our attitude about money is critical if we're going to live an overcoming Christian life. So, I need to ask you today, is there a money monster working his way into your life? And if he's getting the best of you, He's just got to go. You may have heard of John Wesley, the famous English evangelist in the the 1700s. He was so determined to make the point that everything he had belonged to God that he said this. He said, when I die, if I leave behind me just $10, you and all mankind may bear witness against me that I have died a thief and a robber. When we put God first... And we just simply trust him. The money monster dies. And that's when we'll find ourselves in a place where amazing things will happen. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen to this this morning? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. If you enjoyed the show and wanted to continue in your area, please let the team know this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker 
flicker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with